Hello beautiful, welcome back. I thank you for being you and your beauty and your extension of love and how you see the world and you express that through social media and through posting on Snapchat or TikTok or Instagram or another platform. You help us see love in a new perspective and I continue to want you to keep sharing that because we don't need everybody doing the same um awareness you know don't be the same as somebody else because the way that you see things can really help somebody else you sharing the thing that makes you smile will help you hold space for somebody else and help them give acknowledgement on something that they're keeping deep within so please continue to be you and share your own light in your own ways it doesn't have to be in any other ways express yourself in the outfits that you wear the other day you might be listening to this but um my friend um sent me a picture of the outfit that they were wearing and it was like look at my outfit like you keep telling everybody to express yourself and the way that you wear clothes and they were and it was so adorable it was so cute um so do that please express yourself in all the ways that you want to and when you want acknowledgement on that um feel free to dm me and be like look at my outfit like i like I don't know. I think it's you being so excited over something should always be a win for you. And if somebody else wants to poo-poo that, I guess, just know that it's an insecurity on their own part because they don't feel like they can allow themselves to do that. Like, for instance, um, I'll do things that maybe one of my family members will make a comment on. And they'll be like this or that. And it's almost every single time when I try to express myself in the best way that feels right for me. And I know that it's only because they feel like they have to fit in with the societal standards. And I know that I don't have to do that anymore. And so instead of rather (laughs) judging, I kind of just sat there and um, express my my fineness with that I don't I'm, I'm I'm working on it I think everybody is it's not our ego gets eagerly eagerly <laughs> easily triggered and sometimes all we can do sometimes I don't even talk back I kind of just ignore the subject or I acknowledge it and then I'm quiet um and sometimes if that's all you can do instead of allowing your ego to say something that could be a lot better than sharing hurt back because somebody's already hurting and then we decide to put more hurt on top of that they're going to come back with more hurt and then they're going to feel so overwhelmed to the point where they're going to want to really project all those insecurities so you just holding space you don't have to be treated that way you can say respectfully i don't want to be in your life right now if it's not somebody you have to constantly be around if you still ask for boundaries if you live with that person But um, falling into that category is something that I learned over the summer in August, right before I post my first podcast episode. And if you guys have been here since August, I love you. My friends, you guys that have just been like listening to me since day one, I love you with all of my heart. Um, Thank you for listening to my words. And I do see you when you guys like text me and everything. I hope you guys know how much it means to me. So thank you again. But um, back to the thing, whether you're in a relationship or you 
even with family, but this is more people that aren't in your household. So let's say you're in a relationship with somebody or you're in a quote-unquote talking stage with somebody or you have a friend or an acquaintance um, and it's just not working out anymore. Like it, you just know that you don't want to hurt them or they're just they're taking a toll on your mental well-being. Um, and you don't want to be rude about it because... <laughs> For instance, I've been in um, case scenarios where I didn't have feelings for the person, but people told that person I did have feelings for them, and then I accidentally hurt them, and it was one of the worst feelings, and now I like, I have kind of like a trauma response to that, because like, I got a lot of hate back, which I never expressed me liking the person, but there was a miscommunication. Um, so being clear with your intentions but saying when you really don't want to be around that person anymore saying hey i respect what you're doing with your life i respect you as a person but i don't think that we can be friends right now or i don't think we can date right now or you might not ever want to be friends with them again you might not ever want to be around them again and you're allowed to say that that's you setting a boundary and me myself i'm a people pleaser so boundaries is like a huge mental like block for me I just it's taken me still two years to cultivate even the smallest boundaries um and that people pleasing comes from the fact of when you were young you felt like if you tried to set your own boundaries you felt like they were never respected and when you would try to tell somebody else no you would get attention back that wasn't fit for the situation um you would get negativity back to when you would say no respectfully and it's make you it's created a space for you to not feel safe so you just go along with yeses and you just go along with okays to protect your own well-being um so you're allowed to say but never go into a situation head on and be like oh you did this that and that to me but just realize people are hurting too people have their own traumatic experiences from their own household from their own um siblings from aunts and uncles and grandparents and friends and people at school um people that are mean are typically really really hurt it doesn't mean that they're allowed to hurt you that's where you're allowed to say i respectful I'm like respectful of you and I respect you but I just don't want anything to do with you right now you know so and if they can't understand that it's not anything on your part you said you still respect for them are you I cannot talk today guys you still respect them but you don't want to be in their life anymore or right now whatever is going through your head and then the next thing I wanted to quickly talk about is with the holidays that are coming up, even with Thanksgiving here in the West, wherever you are in the world, whatever um, holidays or celebrations are coming up for you as well, and you are getting overwhelmed because trauma is coming up for you because you know there's a lot, there's a lot for you that happens during the um, the new year, during Christmas time, and I want to help you um, get through that as well, which also 
can be incorporated with the I respect you, but I want my own space. Again, people pleasers like myself, you might be a people pleaser as well. Setting boundaries with your parents is probably one of the scariest things. (laughs) And I do acknowledge that. Um, Recently, I had a great conversation with my mom about different things. And it's so easy to blame somebody. That's what the ego wants to automatically do and not see your own part and your own kind of suffering. Um, But I... We just had a conversation and instead of always seeing the person that's happening, the things that are happening um, to you, see them as happening for you, learn a lesson from them, but also realize like, for instance, when parents are mean and we feel like they, they don't like us, a lot of the times they're reflecting their own hurt or and they don't mean it or they're talking to your other parent behind a door saying, why did I say that? Like... I should have approached it differently and maybe even confrontation for them is hard so they don't come and say sorry um that's something i really really resonate with is like i'll feel like i'll hurt somebody when i don't really mean it and then to say sorry to them first of all my ego says heck no like that's not gonna happen um so you have to get past that but also it's just like that confrontational part and having to see them face to face, especially when I get into arguments or any kind of conflict, I cry. Like, I can't help myself but cry. And I have a lot of emotional trauma from around people being made fun of for crying. So it's like, even that aspect that I know that a lot of you guys will resonate with is also a pretty difficult thing. So try your best these holidays, whether if you can go up to a parent and say, I don't mean to. Like, I'm not doing this in any way to try to disrespect you because a lot of parents do think it's disrespect. But just say you're overwhelmed. And if they can't understand that, try your best to still give yourself space without having to make it a huge thing because I know that that can cause more issues. Um, Try your best to not emotionally eat. That's like a huge thing for many, many, many of us that's grown up with intense childhood trauma and trigger warning for like eating disorders you might have dealt with that a lot in the past for instance um I kind of grew up in a household before where I am now where I didn't know when I was going to get food next so I myself my inner child freaks out and sometimes when there's like food in the house and I don't know when it's going to be gone I'll eat it So I'm like, okay, at least I know I'm going to be fed, even though that I'm always going to have food where I live, you know. Um, I emotionally eat instead of dealing with my shadows and the dark night of the soul, the things that constantly come up. I'd much rather like binge eat. Um, I love salty things more than sweet things. So like a bag of Cheez-Its, like that's something I would do rather than picking up my journal a great thing that I've learned from my favorite YouTuber, Hitomi. Um, you can look her up on YouTube. Her last name starts with an M, as if I don't know how to pronounce it, and I don't want to mess up the um, how to say it. So, but she talks a lot about mindful eating and incorporating before you eat something, ask yourself, am I actually hungry or is there an emotion that I'm refusing to acknowledge? Um, also, for the longest time, I have just eaten what my family eats. A lot of pe- other people do that because 
food, you know. Um, but I realized that when I don't make my own food, I will just grab a plate of whatever people are eating and I'll sit down in front of a TV and I won't acknowledge the food and the love that was put into it. I will acknowledge the properties of it, why I'm grateful for it, the food that it's actually going to go into my stomach and help me with my well-being. And when I can make, now I'm vegan, vegetarian, elite meat, like once in a blue moon when I have to. Like when I'm out somewhere and I don't have resources because I still do live under my parents' roof. Um, I will eat meat, but that's very, very rare. And what I'll do now is I'll, I'm lucky to have parents that will buy me the stuff that I need for my veganism, my vegetarianism. And I will put so much love into the food. I'll like, um, once in a while, I want to get more into a habit of it, but kind of cleansing the area. Maybe you have like your kitchen to cultivate love. And then you start, you pull out all the materials to put them on your clean counter and start cutting them up and listening to music and singing to your food and dancing and really cultivating the love um, around it. And then you cook with it and then you thank your food. And I'm just, my hands are like together. I'm imagining I have like a bowl of food in my hands and I try my best to always say a prayer to my food. I used to be Christian, so I have prayers that I learned since I was like four years old that um, I like to pray into my food and like to say before I go to bed. So um, I'm going to at least share that with you guys. Excuse me. So it's thank you for the roof over my head. Thank you for the clothes on my back. Thank you for the clean water and fresh air I get to breathe. Thank you for... And then you can go through your own little things. Thank you for this family member and that friend and this loved one and things like that. And then you can also send love to people that aren't doing well. If you believe in God or you don't, like, whatever you believe in, um, sometimes they'll send, like, positive energy their way or loving energy their way or guardian angels. Um, just the abundant of beauty their way of unconditional love and you can really like i've learned that you can really alchemize love into even like instagram posts and people can feel it like um yesterday i went to an art museum with my friend and there was a lot of love there in the beginning i didn't really see it i was around a lot of intense artwork um of cultures around the world that was more a museum aspect and realizing that objects can still carry energy and some of the things were like it was intense energy because of the times it came from but then I was in another part of the museum where it was a lot of like written messages from strangers and stuff like that and artwork incorporated with the beauty and the aspect of different things because art does go beyond language and to acknowledge that and to see it in so many new perspectives I felt that love and so I took some pictures of that artwork and my friend took some pictures of me and so I put them on my Instagram putting love into them and hoping people could see the love that I saw from that and the energy from that part of the um, art museum and people felt it like I got acknowledgement from a few different people on that and I was like good like energy can really be transmuted and alchemized um, even through 
it's just like the energy you put into things and you can really send good vibes if you want to call it that to another person to um out out there in the in this crazy world we live in speaking of that alchemy i've been doing um a yoga practice my yoga practice has been more spotty i really want to get into more of a routine but sometimes i don't want oh first of all let me talk about this Sometimes we don't want to do something, and when we don't want to do something, it's probably because we don't feel worthy of it. So me, sometimes I feel really, really worthy of having a healthy body. All of us should feel worthy of that. It's a trauma response if you don't. And um, sometimes I just don't feel worthy of having a healthy body or working out. And healthy looks different in every way. I don't feel necessarily healthy. I know that... When I eat certain ways, my body feels really, really gross and I know that I'm not treating it well and sometimes I'll literally eat bad things because I don't feel worthy of eating healthy things. And I'm sharing that because I know other people will resonate with that. But the yoga practice had centered back to, at the end, you kind of spread out your arms and you imagine this beautiful, whatever colored light around you. And then you collect that energy into this ball you like um what I like to do is hold the ball and then put it up to like my third eye um or my heart center and then maybe say a little prayer over it and then say thank you and send it back out and then you can say like satnam which means I am or just the the normal namaste recognizing that we are all one there's no difference um, and us and to be able to recognize and hold compassion for others starting off your day with that kind of practice really really holds space not just for you but for others um, and allows you to recognize that love yesterday after the um, art museum that love really 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 carried over for me I came home and I was really really quiet because I was trying to comprehend all the feelings that I was feeling. My heart center felt so open and vulnerable. My favorite quote from Hitomi, the one I was I talk about a lot. Um, I really look up to her. Her energy just is something I really want to learn to embody. And she goes, to feel this vulnerable means that I am alive. I love that so much. I'm not sure if she came up with that or if she learned that from um, some of all the practices that she's done, but I love it. And I will continue to live by that because to feel the vulnerability that we feel, the unconditional love, the oneness, the beauty in nature, and to smile at a stranger and see a smile back, that's to be alive for you to cry is for you to be alive for you to get a paper cut and that it that's a misstatement for you to be alive it's um a recognition that we are able to feel these feelings um which means that we can experience all this beautiful life that's around us so yeah i I'm trying to think of what else I can share with you guys before I end this on around the holidays, but be mindful of your eating, especially during the holidays. We There's a lot of food that we might not normally eat, 
um so be mindful of that but and and just be like am I eating this for an emotion to cover up an emotion or am I actually gonna enjoy this food because you're allowed to if you really want to eat something you are allowed to eat it don't let anybody ever tell you that again but if you know that it's not good for your body you know that you're gonna have repercussions down the road maybe be mindful of that and be like is my mind space gonna change and then am I gonna feel guilty and like loathe on that or am I gonna be able to fully control that aspect and being able to talk to an adult or a guardian in your life and be like hey I need space talking to I know a lot of other siblings from like college will be coming back home um or other family members from other not other countries but other states maybe even other countries who knows will be coming in to sit down at a table with you and to open presents with you and to acknowledge things um so yeah just you're allowed to protect yourself all you have is yourself and know how valuable your own energy is if you don't want to give it to somebody you don't have to so that's like the biggest advice i can think of right now leading up to christmas new year's time i'll try my best to put out more when i learn but i know that that has been very very prominent in a lot of us the holidays are really really hard for me too it's one of my biggest times for trauma and i'm lucky to have cultivated a new awareness of what shadow work is and new opportunities to learn new ways of shadow work that this year hopefully i can really work head to head with it and learn with it rather than repel and so that i can work through the trauma so i don't have to keep reliving that you know because trauma is stored in the body and when we continue to push it down it's going to come back stronger every year until we finally break into it um and when we break into it a lot of the times that's when you see family members really explode um their egos will totally just be released and that's their energy is just very it's scary so allow yourself to feel your feelings and ride them out because when you fully ride them out as well you'll find that turnover at the very end where there's that lesson that cultivation of okay that's what was actually going on and to know that things are happening for you not to you because these are all a learning stepping stone even if it hurts so bad and you're like why like you don't have anything left eventually things are going to turn over even if it's in a few years and you're going to be like if i didn't go through that i wouldn't be with the partner i am with right now or i wouldn't be working this job or i wouldn't be traveling to this place you know so things are going to happen in a reason in a in a certain manner that's divine timing even if it sucks really sucks you kind of just have to trust and i know that's cliche but that's all that i got so try your best to take a deep breath extend that exhale and continue to just be alive you don't have to do anything today you're allowed to lay in your bed and watch a tv show eat some good food though drink some water take a nice hot bath or a nice hot shower um, brush your teeth, wash your face, do your hair. If you want to, what, help, what kind of helps for me is if I get up right away and then I clean up my room and I immediately get ready for the day. If not, I'll sit down and I'll eat breakfast and then 
I'll start on a new task and then it's like halfway through the day before I even get ready for the day and then I feel gross and like oh not take a shower you know so the more automatic that you can make your morning um that can also really be helpful for you especially if you're a procrastinator like a lot of us are but anyhow that will be the end of this podcast episode again thank you for being you thank you for your existence i love you and i will talk to you next episode